we start, we've been doing prayer in the sanctuary. It was January the 6th in 2020. I know they have reports about something else happening that day, but something more important happened for us. We started, we came back into the sanctuary under the auspices of God saying, you can come back into the sanctuary to begin prayer. So not knowing anything else, we took the first Wednesday, the 6th of January, and entered in and began prayer. We began prayer from 8 to 6 p.m., no, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and then we soon, in a few months, increased it for it go from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. During that year, so many movements and discoveries started to happen. And in this last year, beginning about February, we began to hear, because that's what we'll talk about, how do we hear the Lord in a watch that's unique than when we watch on our own, in our own prayer time. Began to hear the Lord bringing up the call to the prodigals, and we'll look at that verse in just a minute. But he was making it known that his sons and daughters called by his name, whom he created for glory, he was calling them out of wherever they had been scattered. So we got into the prayer. We then came up with these um, uh, returning of the prodigals and put, there's a bunch of scriptures on there. I encourage you if you're just especially getting ready for the returning next week. It, they're, 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 they're strong scriptures. Put first names in and then started filling these buckets. Then the bucket started on the days of prayer to be part of the circle. We used to create a circle. I semi-circle down here, and they would sit down there, and we would pray over them, walk around them, prophesy to them, call them out. In fact, uh, Phil Rake today, he, he was standing, and he got really into spirit, meaning that he was very, being, very much being influenced by the Holy Spirit's, what he was saying over these than what we were seeing. And he was feeling the, the whirlwind because one person would pray a prayer that would lead to somebody else pray a prayer to read a scripture to another scripture. And the next thing you know, you start to feel the whirlwind of God that's generated by the spirit of God, by the truth of God, and by those who begin to move with the, the wind of God. Anyway, we did that. I thought we would do it till Father's Day, but we didn't. It kept growing. It kept increasing the, the, uh, the intentionality. It first started with prodigals, like, oh, we should get the, you know, the people that are left, physically left the church, you know, their children that have wandered away, you know, or then elder brothers. Yeah, what about the elder brothers who are still in the church, but they're stewing away in their kind of sadness, disappointment. The overworked group that had to stay and do all the work while the young ones ran off. Then it began about gathering hearts that had, you know, been broken in pieces and souls that had been shattered. You know, we can often give portions of our soul away and then one day we're kind of going, where am I? I feel like I'm everywhere. It was gathering of that, healing, and it just keeps increasing. So probably about June, maybe a little after Father's Day, the Lord said, you gather always on uh, Sukkot. I want you to gather around the returning. And I want that to be your theme. So the, the prayer just kept growing, and it kept growing. And then as we were gathering, you know, set the last month, putting together what does that look like, the Lord said, well, it's not going to look like what you've done before. It's not a conference. It's a regathering. 
And the sound that you're hearing in prayer is the sound that we're going to proclaim in prophecy and prayer and declaration. And we're going to get this, gather the sound out of the watchmen, those who have been watching. Because what we started doing this last two, month ago, two months, yeah, we're, we're just really about a month into this, is saying, let's now join in watches like a team. So we're not just coming when we come and soon everybody gets a rhythm when they come but let's on purpose choose a watch we could come let's come at six o'clock to eight or maybe we come from eight to ten we'll just we'll think of new watches starting on the on the even hour if of course somebody has to get here at six thirty or seven o'clock and they can only and they want to go till nine o'clock oh that's perfect but we would just kind of identify ourselves into six different watches with the with the vision of each watch carrying about 8 to 12 people who begin to know each other. And what the Lord said, it would be the art of agreeing with God or agreement with God. So here at this time, the Lord gives this scripture about two months ago, Isaiah 62, 1. If you put that up, Isaiah 62, 1. And that's where we're going to start on the basis. And we'll use that tonight as a practice. And then we want to because we've committed to be together once, one Wednesday a month, either in the, in the sanctuary or online, so that we can, we can develop the skill. Because I would say agreement is a skill or maybe an art. It certainly is first learned as a, as a skill, but in practice it becomes an art. And so here is, this chapter is most intimate to me. It's it's been in my life for over 20 plus years as promise. And I love how it, it, it's broken down. It breaks down with beginning the first five verse. God says, here's what I'm going to do for Zion. Here's what I'm going to do. Then it goes to two verses about what he does to build the agreement on earth with watchmen. And then it begins to, the result is, it shifts the entire landscape of the planet, of the of Jerusalem and of the people around. So for Zion's sake, I will not hold my peace. And for Jerusalem's sake, I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. The Gentiles shall see your righteousness and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name which the mouth of the Lord will name. You shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord and a royal diadem in the hand of your God. A part of understanding agreement is you allow the words you're hearing to be words that are truth and you receive them. If you can allow your imagination to kind of to let these words become a movie, a script, and you place yourself inside this. So you're saying, whoa. God's serious. He's intentionally doing something to be seen. A crown of glory, a hand in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem. You shall no longer be termed forsaken. Now here's a point where I can let my emotions see. Everyone of us here and online, you know what it feels like to be forsaken or to perceive yourself as forsaken because the devil is the master at making the journey of discipline looked like God has rejected us and, and the delay of God's uh, 
which calls for patience to look like he is no longer with us. So he says, you've been termed forsaken, but you're not, your land will no longer be termed desolate, but you'll be called Hephzibah, and you will be called Beulah, for the Lord delights in you, so you shall be married. So all of a sudden, delight and marriage, instead of forsaken and desolate. Can you feel the emotions on those? It's a rich, rich receiving back. It's and so as a young man marries a virgin, so shall your sons marry you. So generational returning. And as the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. This committal, self-committal of God in promise. But then he says, I have set watchmen on your walls. That's who we are. And I thank every one of us, everyone online for, for accepting this call because it is a call. I have set watchmen on your walls, O Jerusalem. And Jerusalem is the city of our God and it is focused. And we always lift up Jerusalem and Israel, but we also know that we, the, 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 the living church and the believing Israel is also part of the new Jerusalem. They shall never hold their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent. So we are primarily giving mention to the Lord. We are speaking to the Lord. We are exalting the Lord. We're praising the Lord. But we're also, that's why when we were tonight lifting up the Lord, calling him faithful, putting our hope in him, putting our trust in him. When we are called to, to open our mouth and let our voice, I was so prophetic because I see a company of people that will begin to be the sound of mighty waters. We will not be a people sitting back to feel ourselves being touched. We will be people engaged in, in purposeful exaltation and praise, and it will sound like the sound of many waters. And that's, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Why don't we just try that, okay? Everybody online, for three minutes, no, for 30 seconds, just declare God is great. Say his name. Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, glorious Jesus, magnificent, triumphant, victorious Jesus. Lord, King, you are high priest, your Savior, your baptizer in the Spirit. You're the soon-coming King. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you for salvation and healing and your deliverance that you're breaking forth now. Now you're doing it, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Okay, that was like 40 seconds. I went a little long. But you can feel the strength that comes. Because it says in Isaiah chapter 30, I will wait so that I can be gracious. In other words, I'm not going to act the way you want me to act. I'm going to wait so I can be more gracious. And I will be exalted. That's what we just did. So I can show mercy. The, low, the greater the, the exaltation, the more the mercy. So he says, don't keep silent. Give him no rest till he establishes, until he makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. Five verses of what he is intent to do in Zion to Jerusalem. And now he has two verses speaking to the watchmen who are on earth. And we'll talk, I'll show you that in the scripture. And we're now saying what God is saying. We're, we're putting in our mouth the words that God is speaking. And we're not giving him any rest. We're not a nagging wife, a pestering kid. We're just in a green company of priests on earth going, this is what the sovereign Lord says. This is what the sovereign Lord is doing. This is what the sovereign Lord says. 
our agreement begins to overwhelm the adversary, the accuser, the conflicts, the, 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 the carnage of, of evil speaking and evil intent and begins to establish God's will. And it's not just there. I've known these verses, like I said, for 20 years. Memorized this chapter many times. But I never saw this. What happens when you put grace and agreement together? Verse 8, the Lord has sworn by his right hand and by the arm of his strength. A great study for those of you who love the, the, the intercession of Jesus. You will find that this, when he speaks of the right hand and the arm of his strength, he speaks of the intercession of Jesus. The, Jesus, the great intercessor. First, the intercessor who bore our sin to remove it from us, now the intercessor who bears our righteousness to place it upon us. And he says, Surely I will no longer give your grain as food for your enemies, and the sons of the foreigners shall not drink your new wine for which you have labored. But those who gathered it shall eat it and praise the Lord, and you who brought it together shall drink it in my holy courts. Go through, go through the gates. It, now we're talking about the effect of first the proclamation of God, the agreement of the, the watchman. Now all of a sudden the arm of the Lord is starting to make things change from the, the, the path that it's been on into the path of fruitfulness. Uh, there will be a build up, the highways, take out the stones, make it accessible. Indeed, the Lord's proclaimed the end of the world. Say to the daughters of Zion, surely your salvation's coming. Behold, his reward is with them, his work before him. And they'll call them the holy people, the redeemed of the Lord. They shall be called, sought out a city not forsaken. That's us. Because of Jesus. Because of God the Father's great and good pleasure toward his people. Because of the watchmen. And that's what I have to thank all of you who are participating, those who are joining us. And with that, I will let that be my intro for Eric. You can just pass those around. We want watchmen to be a part of a team. You're not obligated to, you know, it's not legalistic in any form. It's just, I, it's like, it's like, I consider it like a job. It's a pleasure to come and, and come to my watch. And I, I try to observe it as a watch. And so we even, in the front, when people are coming in, we can, people can sign in. They can even check off that, hey, I'm here for my watch. I don't think it's going to limit freedom. It's increasing it. Because now the next dimension of agreement is agreeing with one another. How do we agree with each other? So let me take you back to this uh, Revelation 5, verse 7. Uh, this is the New Testament picture and Jesus' uh, imagery that we find. It says, then he came. This is the Lamb, the Lord, and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. This is how everything proceeds. Now when he had taken this scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. I don't know anything else that really gets up to heaven as much as the prayer of the saints. And the bowls are full. And they sang a new song. This is the elders and the 24, the 24 elders and the four living creatures. They sang a new song saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe 
and tongue and people and nation. We often just stop there. Like, like, you know, redemption's cool. I'm glad to be out of where I was and into who I am. But you have made us kings and priests to our God. And we shall reign on earth. How do we reign on earth? We agree with heaven. How do we reign on earth? We agree with the word God is speaking that he wants to be doing. We don't agree with the news. We don't agree with the devil. We don't agree with the evil report. We don't listen to Goliath telling us he's taking our heads off. We don't listen to, we don't look at the giants and see ourselves as grasshoppers. We just hear the word of the Lord. And we, we stay in agreement. And prayer is the way we do it. And so we're practicing this reigning on earth as he is proclaiming from his heavenly intent and word and truth. So here's how the practice of this ground. Now this starts to happen. Matthew 18, verse 18 to 20. We've all heard this before, but I think it's going to take on a greater content or context even or a little substance. So Jesus says these words, Assuredly, I say to you, Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. And that in, comes up constantly. We will be, get into a realm of authority that's given to us by the truth of the word and the spirit of God's unction. And we will start saying, these things will no longer continue. These things will now allowed to go forward. These things are loosed from their captivity. And these things are bound to no longer bother. And it, it happened today. We got into California to pray and prophesy over California and God's will over this state to come into God's marriage, into God's liberty and heritage, and just grew. Anyway, again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. So now Father speaking, God, the word is being proclaimed, and we're in agreement, mentioning, and we're agreeing with the Father, but now there's a company of us in agreement. Three, four, five, six, seven people. And now that we agree together, this is the word of the Lord. You see, the, the power of agreement is the key to, to, to displacement. When you have agreement, you can pull things together. When you are out of agreement, everything goes and scatters. So the gathering is through the agreement. So we're all of a sudden, and I'll share how we do that, how that happens in a, in a watch. But the reason it's happening is because for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. So if, um, let, me, let me just, let me illustrate this. If I can just get um, Brian, Norco, Eddie, and Remy four of you to come up on the stage. You're going to be props, if you don't mind. Come on up. So um, let's just... No, 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 I didn't say fight. Come on. We're, we're talking about agreement. She comes out punchy. Let's, can you... Um, can you uh, is this okay place everybody can see us right here? David, somebody, I'm not you. I'm, I want online. Can we put here, get a circle here, get a scene? Come on. Around here. I want a circle. All right. Large enough. Keep not, not your back. No, no. Put your back to the audience. You know, not, not you either. Yeah, there you go. Say, okay, you're in a prayer meeting. All right. And 
Jesus said, we're two or three or five or six or 500 or eight together gathered in my name. They're forming agreement. That means they're hearing from heaven. Something's being proclaimed. It's not their own language. It's God's language. They're going, yes, I agree. Then Jesus is there in the midst. So I'm not Jesus. You can ask Cammie. She'll tell you that right off. But I will be him in the midst of the moment. Now, Jesus said in John 14 or 16, he said, I've got so much to give you. Everything of the Father's mind. But you can't bear it yet. But what I'm going to do is I'll send the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will only say what I say. He'll take everything that's mine and he'll give it to you. Now that happens individually every time we practice prayer. Every time we put our own quiet time and intent, we're learning to hear from God. But this dynamic is something you can only have happen. You have to have at least two people and then three and, and so forth. So Brian says a scripture because he reads a scripture out loud and then he prays a prayer. And um, I go, Jesus goes, oh, that's part of my treasure. And then he goes over and he whispers to Remy by the Spirit of God. It's not the Holy, and saying, hey, how about this scripture? And then Remy goes, whoa, that goes with that scripture. And she now says, yeah, and then she reads that scripture, and faith connects back to Brian. But Brian is trying to, to you know, to be polite, so he's not going to jump in and hog the prayer. But Eddie comes alive, and he goes, because Jesus, you see, it's Jesus in the midst of us. Yeah. It's yeah. Jesus. It's not, it's, it, and how's that happen? Because the Holy Spirit is taking the treasure of God that's been given to Jesus. Jesus said, all the Father has is mine. Now, I don't think, I think I'm living on welfare compared to the riches and wealth that heaven wants to bring to us. So Eddie now prays the prayer, and he reads the scripture. He prays a prayer, and Remy and Brian are really doing everything they can not to jump back in because it starts to go, doesn't it? You, it just starts, everybody starts getting, but they know Noriko, she's, she's jumping up ready to pray a prayer. And so now she releases the prayer and the scripture, and then it just starts growing. That's what Phil was seeing in the spirit, the whirlwind of God. Truth, spirit, and truth moving through vessels. Scripture is the truth. Holy Spirit is the mediate, the carrier of the power, the revelator. Jesus is the orchestrator because he's the one in charge. Spirit never says anything other than what Jesus tells him to say. And he always takes what is Jesus, and his job is to announce to us all that is Jesus and all that is ours. So over this hour and two, and an hour is, is like the, the ideal beginning point because something supernatural happens after an hour of prayer. We move out of the natural thinking. We've kind of submitted ourselves to, this, to the position of, of prayer and listening. We begin to be influenced. Our souls are settling down, returning to rest. Our flesh is quieting. And now all of a sudden we're starting to hear. And next thing you know, something kicks in. And then it can really, it can really take off. And you'll find that it's, a theme develops. It's like an orchestra. It's not playing everybody's instrument doing their own thing. They start, it starts moving like it can get into very small matters like the hearts. You know, it's so powerful when we can be like, oh, Lord, I just really be, feel convicted of my pride and I want to pause 
and ask your forgiveness for the ways I've behaved. That's really personal and really life-giving. Or it could be like today when, when it started growing into California and calling her back to her destiny and being released from her captivity and calling her out not to be a sanctuary of death, but a sanctuary of life, to annul the covenant with death. Just stuff like that, just like, it's way bigger than we can afford. But it's not our dollar. It's not on our tab. We're just on the Spirit of God. Everything's Jesus. So this, this can, can go enlarge. It can shrink. It can go to a macro, a micro. It can, it, it can be for 15 minutes on this and then develop over to there. And it can come back into here. Often, like I, I get the opportunity to be here many, most of the time for four hours. So I go through two watches, which is two groups of people. And I'll watch the re repetition of the theme that God is emphasizing in the prayers of, with different people who not, haven't compared notes because it's not scripted. It's spirit-led and, and, and scriptured-led prayer. And Jesus is in the midst by the Holy Spirit revealing to us. And that's how agreement can touch and then we start touching stuff and, and it's beyond what we can afford but it's not beyond anything Jesus can't do. Amen. Thank you guys. <clears throat> now can I give you a, a couple practice practical things and then I want to share uh, two two places I believe would be helpful for us to to to, to uh, develop the sound. If you play an instrument, you know that it's, it's, it's a, it begins with a desire, but then it has to turn into a practice so it can become the delight. And so uh, I'm going to look at um, when, you, when we gather, always bring your Bible, and you thank God you got your Bible on your phone, and listen for Scripture, because if we begin with Scripture, we will always be pretty close to the ob objective of God. The Spirit of God will, you know, has the liberty to enlarge. The Spirit of God has the liberty to communicate the faith uh, in the Scripture and activate the power of God in, in the prayer. But the Scripture is the authority. And when we have a Scripture, we, the first thing you do before you read it, tell, tell the chapter you're going to read, the book you're reading from the chapter and the verse. Uh, because I tell you, it's, it's not, there's no litmus test. I, what happens is you start reading the Scripture that, and I don't know where it is, but I like it. I'm going to interrupt you later and say, where's that scripture? So it's just kind of a way of connect, including people, because a lot of times I'll go to that scripture and I'll start enlarging, because you see the Holy Spirit's the one directing us by the, by the Lord himself. That, that concert is being built, that, um, that one sound. So then the scripture's read, then you pray the prayer. You just pray the prayer. We don't teach. We don't, you know, we don't discuss. We don't bring politics or problems. We bring Jesus forefront. We just make, sometimes it's a declaration of the decree. I declare what the decree the Lord is saying. Sometimes it, it turns almost into prophecy. It, it can, it takes on the flavor of the, of, the, of the moment and of the individual who's being used. But it's, it's a practice. You read the scripture aloud so others can hear it. It, it. That's what's so beautiful. If you read just scripture, you don't, that's the authority about what's being, about to be brought forward. 
the, this is my intention. Now you're my watchman. Give, bring it to my remembrance. Bring my remembrance to the scripture. And so then one of the other things is um, I do. I, I, I try to collect the fragments of the miracle. I'm, every day when I come, I, I start a, a, a place to write. I, I use my phone to put my notes in, so I put the, this is my prayer watch, and I put the date in, and then I begin to listen for the scriptures. I write them down uh, or thumb them down. I, um, things that God's speaking to me, things that I'm hearing others pray, and it becomes like a collection of, here's where God's moving. This is what he's emphasizing. That's where most of my messages come out of, to be honest, is on our Wednesday prayer watch because there's so much of movement. Because if I go to pray, and I should pray, and we all should pray an hour a day if we wanted to, you know, excel and, and grow in, in maturity of being led by the Spirit, hearing the Lord, growing in understanding Scripture. We have our Scriptures to read. Tomorrow, by the way, if you didn't pick up the new schedule, there include Hebrews 8 and Hebrews 9, in your old script schedule. That's the change we did because it'll help uh, us experience now Jesus, the great high priest, moving in the heavenly realm. Any case, I, um, the, the prayer is being prayed. I'm hearing the scripture, and I lost my train of thought because I made a commercial. Sorry about that. So, oh, yeah, so I am writing those things down. I'm collecting the fragments. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing, I'm listening, and I'm, I'm hearing like, I don't know, how, how would you explain it? You, you're with me. I would say I can get to heavenly information being communicated by the Spirit in truth that can exceed sometimes 20 times the speed that I hear when I walk by myself with the Lord. Right? 20 times? Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, you know, when you have cellular and you're trying to use the internet and you have, you go to a place that you're using Wi-Fi, so much, the downloading, just, sometimes you can't even keep up with what's being said. You have to just give up trying to keep up and just start absorbing. Because this is the, this is, this is the way I am convinced God is intended to rule on earth. Not through the agency of man, but through the heavenly realm. We had one of our dear sisters, uh, Delin, as, started the, as the prayer of California started increasing, and she's making this bold declaration saying, we are not coming to the government of California to put these decrees forward. We are making this declaration to the Father of heaven, to the Lord himself, to his destiny for this state to rule and submit itself to the king. And, you know, when you're in that moment, you say, this is how people, you can grow faster exponentially in your, in your whole walk because it's like you go from, you just lift it up. It's, and all of a sudden you're just going, man, I don't know if I had to pray that prayer, but I can feel that prayer is working. And I'm in agreement with that prayer. And so now the prayer is being prayed, the agreement's being agreed, and revelation is exploding. And you just... That's why I write, keep notes going, because I'm invariably hearing things I just, I may have heard them, but I really never heard them like I just heard them. And they're being, it's like a, it's like a, a, a layering of truth or, or the collecting of fragments that come in and so forth. So 
Let me, let me show us one, one place of practice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have I taught you how, how to enter boldly into, into the Holy of Holies? Everybody on that? How many, know, how many have heard me how to, how to just practice coming home boldly to the presence? Because i got time enough to do one. Boldly into the presence, that's Hebrews 10, 19. Or to agree with God's decree of the returning in Hosea uh, 14. How, the pattern of coming out, coming back to God and returning. Which would you like to do? Which one? The first one, Hebrews. Okay, that's, that's, that's solid. Hebrews 10, 19. And then we'll go practice it in our small groups, okay? And if we can, if we're in a team already, noon to two, one to, you know, we've got circles, and I'll work with everybody online. So it'll take three minutes to do this. This, I believe, is, is, is so important. This one, Hebrews 10, 19. Uh, this a culmination of everything we've learned about Jesus, the high priest, and what has been accomplished. Now, therefore, therefore, after you've heard and learned and seen Therefore, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus. So when I join, I come to the, to the watch, or when I go to be with the Lord in my early prayer, I enter boldly. And I have a reason I have boldness. It's because of the blood of Jesus. So if I have to mentally and verbally say to me, my soul, come, come on, it's time to come up. Where are we going? We're going to the holy of holies. And, well, what about, how do I, you're welcomed. The blood of Jesus is your, is your access. You're in the blood of Jesus. You're sanctified. You've been made holy. You have been forgiven. Your sins have been remitted. And if I have to tell myself, you see, any statement in Scripture is a door into an experience in the Holy Spirit and truth. And sometimes to make the Scripture come alive, you have to enlarge it with your own vocabulary. What I used to always say is use your synonyms. I'm coming confidently. I'm coming freely. I'm coming in, uh, intentionally. And I'm entering the holiest, the place where God is, so that the right hand where Jesus sits at the majesty. And I'm coming by the blood of Jesus, which is the atonement that was given. And you just enlarge it. Somewhere your soul will click. And you'll say, okay, okay, I'm in. I give. I yield. I receive. Now, you're, now you've got cooperation with yourself working because that's the hardest agreement is spirit, soul, and body to be in agreement. But by a new and living way which he consecrated through the veil of his flesh that is, uh, that is his flesh, through the, the veil. So Jesus, when you died and when you were buried and when you were raised and when you ascended and now when you're seated at the right hand, that says the door that I come through. I come through the act and work of Christ. I come through the resurrection of Christ. I come through this new and living way. This is the, this is the way I'm coming. I'm coming through Jesus. So now I've got the, the blood giving me boldness, the, the, the flesh of Christ giving me access, and I have a high priest over the house of God. So I've got three factors that all have to do with Jesus functioning for my access. I've got the blood, the boldness, the access through the veil, and there's my high priest saying, welcome, Steve. You'll be okay with me here. I know how, to, I know how this place works. You just follow my lead. I'll be over you everything you do. You come through me in every way you want, and everything the Father gives, you'll receive with me. So we're just going to kind of connect ourselves together. We're inseparable. You're in me. And so I... I 
Now I'm there. Now that we're there, we can be, we can approach God, draw near with a true heart. This, you, sometimes you need to be, you have to have an honest conversation about wherever you are. Lord, I know this is true, but I'm having this trouble in my own, my own soul. I'm worn out. I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm frazzled. I can come to the, and tell God the truth of my heart, but I'm in full assurance of faith. See, I used to try to sort my, sort my stuff out outside and then try to get it all settled so I could go inside. And then I realized the only way you got inside is by the blood through the veil and by Jesus being high priest. So my stuff doesn't stop me from coming in. Then I started telling the Lord the truth about who I am or where I'm at, and I realized I'm accepted and I can be honest with the glorious king because I'm being received through the blood, through the veil of his flesh. And what I would always do is I always praise the Lord for a bit. I just start thanking him, saying his name, Jesus. I was, take, I was taken away 45 minutes today about the name Jesus, Jesus, the Jesus. And I just start saying it, Jesus, Jesus. And the more I said it, the more I could feel the, the faith that's in his name. And the, and the healing that's in his name. And the salvation that's in his name. And so you're just, you're just there. And half of the time, if I have an issue, I want to talk honestly with God. By the time I finish praising Jesus, the issue's been removed. Right? I'm like the woman with the issue. I touch him, and the issue dries up. It just goes away. Let us, then he says, while that's happening... And this is experiential. While this is happening, two things are in real time. I say real time because every time, you know, I don't know about you, but I took a shower this morning. I plan to take, I took one yesterday. I'll need to take one tomorrow because it's just sweat. It's grime. It's body odor. It's, it's, I, I, I get dirty. So what happens is while I'm in the middle of this, you have your, your conscience, which is your heart, the, the knowledge of who you are, the co-perception of yourself with God, and your heart gets sprinkled. And so anything that's kind of condemning you, challenging you, questioning your position, wondering if you should be able to be received, it just gets sprinkled. And the bodies, which is the vehicle we're walking through, walking through life, gets washed with the water of his word. So all of a sudden, the Word of God starts returning to my memory, and I start going. And that's why when we're in a group, we start getting into this strong movement of, of the movement of the sprinkling of the conscience and the heart and the washing of the body. And then lastly, it says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. I am convinced that a major part of the returning on the 14th through the 16th is to bring us into new hope to disengage from the past hope to enter into the hope against hope because hope is important without hope we, we don't have a, a reason to live and we, we let go of disciplines now hope is, is a confession it's a culmination of the things we hear God say when we read our Bible the scriptures we underline those are the ones that the Spirit's saying, that's for you. That's a promise. 
but we've learned that it doesn't happen immediately and doesn't happen as we think it should happen. So we have to start allowing an, a fluidity of the hope that's saying, Lord, I thought it was going to happen 20 years ago, and this is what I thought it would look like, and 20 years have gone by, and all that I thought isn't even around. So, but that doesn't mean what you said didn't, wasn't true. So I'm just going to declare your words that you've spoken, and I'm going to allow those to be a continued confession of hope, knowing, letting go of the how it will happen, and to now focusing on the who will do it, who will bring this to pass, who is the one. And that's where we begin to rec we say, you're, pro you're faithful. You promised you're faithful. So that's, I think, as a priest, we've got, we want to know those th that we're accepted, we're settled, we're centered, we have access, we have, uh, we're going to have experience, we're going to enjoy the place we're at, and we're going to come into this uh, reignitement re of a confession of hope. So why don't we just break up into small groups for five minutes, and uh, each person could take a portion of the verse, read it, and say and pray it for a moment, and we can do it where we go from 19 to 23. So if you don't mind, you can get in the team you're in if you can see it easily. Otherwise, just three or four people, and I'll do it with everyone online, and then we will release a blessing, and thank you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You are fulfilling a dream, I believe, of the heart of the Father. So I appreciate us taking the time to labor to learn this, do this. So together, and I'm going to talk to everyone online. <clears throat> All right, let's start. I've tested this over years and years, and it's true. There's no limitation to God doing this. So I'm going to go to Hebrews 10.19, and I'm going to practice it with you. So ten, Hebrews 10, 19. Therefore, brethren, I come, Lord. I'm coming today to, in, I have boldness. I'm confident because I'm, I'm coming into your holiest, not to the, into the holiest, to where you are, to where Jesus seated at, seated at your right hand. And I'm coming in the blood of Jesus. I'm coming in the blood, in the blood, in the blood. A blood that speaks better than the blood of Abel. Speaks forgiveness, remission of sin, new covenant, promise, sprinkles my conscience from a, clean from an evil conscience. I come boldly. I, I take a moment, Lord, let that be centered, settled again for me. I come to the new and living way. It's, your, it's you consecrated. You consecrated it. When you died on the cross and you gave your, said, Father, to you, I commit my spirit. And you yielded your spirit to the Father. The veil that was in the temple between the holy and the holiest holiest was rent in two from top to bottom. Because now your body was the way, the truth, and life. Not, not just your death. You were buried, which is portion of the gospel. Then you were raised from the dead. And when you were raised from the dead, then you ascended to heaven. And after having ascended to heaven, you, you brought your blood into the tabernacle in heaven, making accessible the holiest of heaven to us. So now you're the way. I come through you, Jesus. At times, I just take each step if I need to. It was your, your, my sins that were on the cross placed upon you. It was your 
being raised from the dead that was my justification. It was your ascension that I was raised with you. It is your place in seated at the right hand of God that gives me my position of access and, and, and oneness and beauty. So I stay there. And I just let those things roll around and praise and thanksgiving. And then I declare, you're my high priest, Jesus. You're over the house of God, and I'm your house because uh, you said, we are you, the house of God, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confession of hope for him to the end. If we hold fast. So I'm holding fast the confidence and rejoicing of the hope firm to the end. Praise you, Jesus, for being my high priest. Now I'm going to draw near. <sighs> but I'll be honest with you. I would just be honest with you with my brothers. You know, I'm coming to this conference. That, or this is not a conference. It's a gathering. But whatever. I wrangle on words. But I feel vulnerable. I feel super vulnerable because it's not about bringing what we have. It's about sharing what we're hearing, anticipating what you're doing, longing for that move. It's like sitting waiting for what I don't know what it would be like, but I know it, it would be more than what I've got. It's coming knowing I don't have the ability to see these promises fulfilled, but I know that without them being fulfilled, I don't think we have the ability to see what you want accomplished. So I feel vulnerable. And yet I'm going to trust you because what else can I do? I, I call your mercy to give me confidence. I'm going to go forward and face whatever adversaries are trying to push us out of the inheritance that is your possession you gave us. I'm going to say your mercy endures forever, Jesus. Your mercy is new every morning. I praise you for your mercy forever. And Lord, even doing that right now, I feel my heart sprinkled from an evil conscience. Evil conscience would be self-awareness. What am I going to do? How do I do it? Oh, I don't, I, maybe I didn't do, maybe I did something wrong, questioning myself, doubting. Will God be there? Is he there? And my body washed with pure water as it just seems the scripture starts to come. Of course, of course, this is, this is the, the method of the Lord, to wait on the Lord to wait on the Lord for his coming, to hope in his mercy, to trust fully in him. So the, the scripture starts to strengthen me in my position that you're asking me to, to be in. Thank you. Thank you. And out of that just naturally starts showing up a new confession. It's not even new because it's a returning of a confession. It's like it's the confession saying what I'm hearing and it's of hope. And I'm not having to waver. Hold fast is like holding a, a, a fence from falling over. That confession is the, the boundaries and the hope is the definition of the future. And without wavering means that it's I'm not going in and out wondering I'm not dissipating but I'm holding to the fact that he who promised is faithful. When I was young I held to the promise that it ha had its own power to be produced which in some truth is a way, but it isn't about the promise. It's the one who made the promise. And my Jesus and my Father and our Holy Spirit has made promises, and he is able to perform what he promised. So I just want to release that, Lord, to everyone online who joining us on these watches, who are priests unto God, that we would be a people confident and bold inside the blood. We would come through the veil of your flesh 
and know the high priest is over the house of God whose house we are. We would draw near with a true heart. We would be full of praise and thanksgiving and honest and, and we would see us the assurance of faith knowing we're accepted and then lighting the sprinkling of our heart from an evil conscience and the washing of our bodies with pure water and we would see an awakening renewal and continually holding a confession of hope and grow it together and do it in our watches too and do it for this next month as we enter in that these priestly ministry will fully accelerate in Jesus name amen I'm going to release a blessing over the rest of the group if you're continuing you're welcome to continue Lord I thank you that there is for this priesthood kings and priests kingdom of priests a priesthood of kings an equipping that is given to us in the spirit in truth and is allowing us to to be reigning with Jesus on earth Jesus in heaven at the right hand of majesty we reign on earth with him so Lord thank you for your blood and thank you for the way the, the, the veil of your flesh and thank you for the high priestly ministry over us thank you that we can come honestly with a true heart in the assurance of faith that our hearts are sprinkled from an evil conscience our body washed with pure water and you cause that con- confession of hope to come alive Lord, we are looking for this, this month of together in the watches, and we especially these uh, watches that are going to be coming during the Sukkot and to the returning on the, on the 14th to the 16th and then to the brand new breakout of the new year. We're saying, Lord, let this month now accumulate agreement, accelerate hearing and listening and proclamation and add to our numbers so you have placed the watchmen everyone that you have chosen by name to stand and hold you in remembrance to see you bring and establish Jerusalem and Jubilee and to make Jerusalem and even Jubilee and your living body a praise on the earth in Jesus name Amen 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 <laughs>